Hello there, Reject Nation. We are almost to the end. This is our penultimate, at least for, you know, this part of the season, penultimate uh, review, breakdown, reaction, and recap for Stranger Things 4. This is Chapter 6, The Dive. If you want to check out the reaction highlights, you can come on over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash therealrejects, or if you want to sync up with your own copy and enjoy the full experience with us, come on over to patreon.com slash therealrejects. We got one more to go after this, and then a little bit of a break, and then we'll be back for 4B, so uh, I hope you've enjoyed the journey thus far. Keep on running up that hill, and uh, yeah, we'll see you for the next one, for the last one, in uh, just a little bit. Alright, well, I mean, as the, the thing about this episode that I think is very different, this discussion will probably be pretty short, is that the other episodes, what I've really admired about season seven so season seven season. <laughs> you know it might as well be with the length of these episodes <laughs> by the way it's gonna be a two-parter for the next episode <laughs> yes season four was season four so far is that each episode has truly felt like a complete chapter and you know what i mean yeah like it's all felt like a complete episode where it's the first time i'm watching stranger things really feeling like this could have been a week-to-week show uh, whereas the prior seasons have been very like the, it's a binge show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, the the way these episodes have been done, where this is not a a slight at it because I'm used to Stranger Things being the way it is, is that this one really feels like a major setup for the next episode. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. It feels... it's still a great episode, but it's uh, it still feels like more of a setup episode. It, yeah, it feels the most like a kind of transitional or connective piece rather than its own contained. Yeah. chapter yeah like you said i think that's a good way to put that but it's still great there's still some great stuff it's still super gripping and something it? about it, you were saying before was like you've been waiting for steve to have something that's more just like his own thing or something a little more juicy and he yeah. gets it here oh yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> they heard me and now i'm afraid for steve's life but uh yeah you, you know you he, wanted him to have something more meaty to chew on and now he's the meat being chewed on that's right man be careful what you wish for monkey's paws season yeah but, dumbass yeah Thanks. i put steve Thanks in for danger that. <laughs> i never forgive myself but yeah there's no. no need for him to touch it come on you, you clearly found it it's yeah. either lava or the upside down come on man yes and you're not anywhere near who <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 don't ever turn your back on a portal no matter what size fun king or otherwise but yeah i mean it, it, like they are good at every time i feel like we bring up something usually the next episode has something to say about that and and i am you know, excited to see how the four of them handled this together because, you know, it seems like they are going to have Dustin and Lucas and Max at least separated with the cops. And then you'll have our, you know, teen cast, our older teen cast in the Upside Down yeah. with Vecna having to at least sort out, you know, whatever the next part is. True. You know, the mid-season finale leave-off part is. Well, I mean, the satanic panic quality of this was really gripping, you know, as kind of predictable as it would be that, I think his name is Jason. Yeah, the, the basketball, basketball player. player. Yeah. Jason. Speech guy? Speech guy! <laughs> basketball saved us Speech all. man, no matter how much pain I'm in. 
<laughs> always got rousing. I've got a rousing five minutes for you. No matter how traumatized I am, I was born for public speaking. <laughs> he really is that character. Yep, he's the great. You can see why he's the top for, of the school. First scene is a big speech to the auditorium. Second scene, and then when Chrissy's dead. Speech to the basketball team. <laughs> Speech to the community of Hawkins. He's going to run for senator someday, I tell you. You can motivate, man. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I mean, capturing that era of satanic panic is fascinating. I thought it would just be solely, strictly to find Eddie. I think it does raise the stakes a lot when you include the, the rest of the kids, you know. Like the the fear of the situation really rose when you're looking at the parents, mm. and you're seeing the the worry in them, the fear in them of like my children. I, I think that's why the fear was so good. Is like they might kill my kids, mm -hmm. you know. And that's a really scary feeling. And and knowing, I mean, it's like I feel like Mike and Dustin will probably be alive. <laughs> but yes. uh, sure. Uh, but I think that fear is a very real feeling, especially just knowing the kind of sick world. That, like, I'm talking like a real world, like we live in a messed up world. And you, you know that like people got to this point, they would do it. So I think- Especially now. Especially now, <laughs> yeah. So admitting that fear in here, I think is a very like kind of a real feeling to latch onto. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I, I appreciate that because I mean, I said it a couple episodes ago that this, this season has had a, has captured this 80s world of supernatural horror and serial killer horror. And while it's way more supernatural horror um, than serial killer horror, there's still like these undertones that really grip at that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They latch into that and I think that's a quality of it. I think that's why the satanic yeah. panic motif works so well is because it does represent this convergence of the very human, you know, horrific serial killer kind of the capability yeah. mixed with the belief that, yeah, you are some kind of conduit for otherworldly malevolent spirits and, and you know, as much as we were joking about it last time uh, about Jason basically coming to the conclusion that Eddie is some kind of conduit for that, you know, it... it it, it, it does kind of track well in that 80s kind of heightened sense. Definitely. Through today, yeah. be like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> be like, come on. Something is clearly going on. It's just Dungeons and Dragons. Man. Yeah. <laughs> but, guys. but no, in the 80s, oh, most definitely. Well, and they make that point of touching on, like, Dustin's an agnostic, you know, to I mean, clue you into it's also a much more religious time. I mean, well. I still remember what it's like growing up as a, as a, in the 90s as a kid. Yeah. And, and being, you know, being told, like, that's satanic. Yeah. I still yeah. know them. Now it's like... I mean, there's still those parts of the world that get me wrong. There's still a lot of that out yeah. there, but at least in the California in the world I grow up in now, there's way less of that. Crazy where now people is. gawk at that and roll their eyes like, "You're come on, you're being silly." Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, yeah. no, I still definitely remember what it was like when that was kind of a norm mm. of being like, "That's satanic. That's evil. That's perverse." You know? Yeah. <laughs> so. It's taboo and it's dark and it's something yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't even go. It's it's, yeah. it's forbidden. Yeah. 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 Am I going? Hot Topic was a scary thing when there's like a gospel. Yeah, you see like a heavy metal shirt with some vaguely yeah. religious iconography and you're like, oh god, yeah. Jesus is gonna send me to hell for looking at this. So, um, so capturing that is is cool and and uh, it is that when they went with Neckbeard Guy is the one to be like, come on, what are you all waiting for? You know, I was like, mm, I 
they're doing commentary, but it is small town. You can it looks like a lot of people who'd be in Hawkins. <laughs> well, and it is that it's that like what are you gonna do? Arrest all of us? Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're tired of uh, listening to you basically placate us. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think that it's funny. I liked getting to see all of the main kids' parents together taking this in, and I could have not that it's a gripe. You know, there's a lot to do, but I could have almost used like a little bit more of a scene where they're all in the house together because like that does it struck me it's like we see these kids so much we saw a lot of mike's family before but uh you know i think it's it's i don't know there's something that struck me about that that i almost wish we could have gotten a little more of that perspective of the terror of finding out like all of our kids are implicated in this hellfire club what does that mean to us given everything we've just witnessed at town hall and we know that our kids have been wrapped up in freaking government shit before yeah, yeah and so like what would be all of their responses to that uh but even such i mean yeah, everything going on at Hawkins is really fun and engaging, and it's interesting the way they've drawn the tone this season, because obviously they have the various 80s-era slasher horror, you know, supernatural movies they're drawing from, but there is this locked-in kind of goofiness, or, or there's... During certain scenes, you know, they'll switch back to being more madcap or more comedy-like at the house that... Um, Dustin's girlfriend, whose name I'm now blanking on, lives at. Susie, do you copy? Susie, there you go. Yeah, like, things like that, or things like uh, Joyce and Murray, like, lean more broadly towards comedy than I feel like maybe we did in the past. So it's an interesting kind of tonal evolution they've gone on. Well, the Susie part was, at first, like, at first, I was like, this is too much for me. <laughs> it's like, this is, like, really, really coming on strong. Coming on strong with your comedy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this house is in a whole other this, universe. This, let's dial back the comedy a little bit. But this then, is... yeah, but then it did feel that way of, of like, I don't even know what, what this is right you now. stepped into like a whimsical family movie about a bunch yeah. of colorful orphans. Um, and then, uh, but that, but I did like the proceeding bit with the dad and <laughs> just how like, bizarre it got. I was like, this is a lot. For some reason, this is cracking me up. Yeah. Even though before, I was like, this is a lot. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like it overwhelms you at first, but when they all pay off at the end, it, it's, it is kind of satisfying, <laughs> you know? I do think that, like, yeah, Mike and Will and Jonathan, they, like, that camp has just not been super interesting. No, like, because like even their plot development is like they're just looking for Eleven, and we see, and we we're already clued into everything Eleven's doing, and we we're not even clued in. We know what Eleven's doing, and I'm like, what are they gonna do when they get there? <laughs> yeah, and it's like I feel like they 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 space that plot line out literally with geography because it's gonna take a while to drive from place yeah. to place in the van, and so it is like every time we check in with them per episode, I feel like they get one beat ahead. <laughs> see, I, I'm, I think. I'm hoping the payoff is rewarding. Yeah. Because right now the current journey is not the most engaging to me on, on what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It so makes maybe sense. maybe it's something when it, for them to do. Yeah. Maybe when the payoff happens, the journey will then be rewarding. Yeah. Um. You know, because I've had that happen with like rewatching Stranger Things, like some stuff I didn't really care for as much, but knowing where it was going suddenly made it like more enjoyable because mm -hmm. I knew what the payoff would be. Yeah. Um. So kind of hope that's the same thing because yeah, right now I'm like. Hey, you guys are just kind of the whatever part of the show. <laughs> it's fun to check in with you guys, but it doesn't yeah. feel as vital that we're here right now. Yeah, they're the least interesting part to me. Yeah, yeah. And I mean... I, the Russian stuff is cool. I mean, the, the, the prison is good. Hopper um, and, yeah. I love Hopper and uh, and the guard guy. 
Yeah, even that kind of carried like a religious undertone um, mm-hmm. in some way, like we're going into the fiery gates of hell in some way. Yeah, yeah it's like almost like sort of religious table setting last supper yeah it pulls you back to being like they're almost like gladiators in some kind of ancient arena that yeah are going to be sacrificed to you know a beast but also to appease the gods of some yeah you know otherworldly realm but i like that like hopper was like kind of willing to quit but um like give it all up mm-hmm. but i think he came to that final like laughing at uh, ironic laughing point of enough is enough where he's like but i won't die at the hands of a demigree <laughs> yeah <laughs> like any of these circumstances <laughs> but no uh-uh. uh if there's one thing i refuse to die for it is this it is this great yeah <laughs> no not after everything of these last three seasons <laughs> yeah that's that's why I, I think that was great and like watching this kind of natural bond that's forming between him and the I don't know that other guy's name. I read guy. his name tag every time, and I still haven't committed it to J- Jock and Hagar. No, no, it's from the Game name, Enzo. Enzo, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I like him a lot. And I, and they have great character casting for all these different Russian prisoners, but... um, The, but, the Eleven stuff is probably the most interesting stuff. Yeah. That's, that's eerie. <laughs> Sorry, the dime were... Sinister. Yeah, we got to... Have a bunch of some other things to shoot right now, um, but yeah, the the last thing is probably the biggest thing. Everything with eleven, you know, we're unpacking the rainbow room, and it dawned on me for some reason. It's the first time it really dawned on me, like, oh, we're really, we're really here, mm-hmm. like we're really dealing with the upbringing and the training process, and it with Brenner and everything. Like, this is the first time we're. It's not just some mysterious look yeah like we're just doing full-on scenes we're here yeah yeah (laughs) really hit me this episode of oh wow we're we're actually unpacking this uh truly it's just so natural the way we're doing it and it flows so well and still keeps that air of mystery that uh, um it didn't truly dawn on me of like because usually it's just like quick flashes or little memories or some type of you know when she's in the the uh what are those tanks called the sensory deprivation sensory, tank. sensory deprivation tank you know like it, it's usually not just a clear cut let's just sit here with seeing what the lifestyle was it's a really conscientious way to do your like prequel slash flashbacks but also keep them very relevant to the current progression of the character and watching how her upbringing with the kids there mirrors her you know when she was trying to start a new life as jane hopper in yeah. california and you know like the path that she went down like oh yeah you could have probably killed like angela <laughs> oh yeah exploded her on the spot probably and and that makes me curious like i've been really curious as to what the payoff is going to be with her as it relates to everything else because there are motifs they use in Eleven's story that match what goes on in Hawkins with Vecna with, you know, the lights flickering and clearly they've highlighted that she has a very traumatic and guilt-riddled past with this experience in particular. So I feel like in the next episode or or sometime soon, those things have to collide in some way. Uh, But either way, like the glimpse has been terrific <laughs> yeah yeah like it could it could easily not be and i think they've used it really really conscientiously amen to that sister amen all right guys um let's uh let's end this we got one more episode to go that's yeah. gonna be a two-parter yeah that's gonna be a two-parter in fact